Welcome to the Sustainable Farm Podcast, hosted by Sunny Cove Farm, a diversified small dairy with a farm store in the hills of Alfred, New York. Hey everybody, I am back for another episode. Super excited about this one. We just finished recording a YouTube part one of a three-part series on YouTube on hatching and incubating button quail. If you've been in our farm store before, you've probably noticed our two button quail just to the left of the front door named Dora and Teddy. They are a mated pair and they lay eggs for us almost every single day. So it's January here in New York and it's just about the perfect time to start incubating some little chick babies. Quail are the absolute cutest and button quail are the smallest species of quail. They are actually completely different species from the Caternix quail that are most commonly seen on farms and in agricultural settings. They make great pets. Uh, Oftentimes you see them in exotic pet stores. Uh, We use them simply because they mature very fast and they're easy to use for um, demonstrating hatching techniques and they're just plain adorable. So some information on our button quail, they're about four inches long when they mature and when they hatch, the chicks are about the size of a bumblebee, so super tiny. They're short-lived and have a compressed lifespan. They on- they- it only takes 16 days for them to hatch. Then they start laying eggs at eight weeks um, and enter old age at about 18 months. So um, we are, our button quail are coming up on a year right now, Dora and Teddy, and we want to hatch out some more chicks and maybe add on to our little terrarium there at the farm store. If we have a crazy high success at our hatch rate, we may have some available for adoption, but um, there's always room for more baby quail on the farm. <laughs> um, in general, raising quail is a lot easier than raising chickens, so it's a good starter animal Especially if you are in an urban setting, quail would work great for an indoor farm or like half inside, half outside. Um, A lot of people use a movable um, coop that's on wheels so they get some sunlight, but they are definitely more of a tropical bird and will not last the winter outside in New York. So they need to be, they need to have access to heated indoors all winter long and even in the cooler fall and spring weeks. Um, so the incubation time for quail eggs ranges between 16 and 18 days. Um, they say online, if you Google it, 16 days, but it's been my experience that sometimes you've got to hold on a couple extra days. Um, the temperature should be around 99.5 to a hundred degrees and, um, the humidity should be about 50%. Uh, if you've never hatched quail or anything for that matter before, Uh, Let me just break down what that looks like. An incubation time, no matter what species, will give you a total number of days and then it'll break that down further to the amount of days that the eggs need to be turned. For button quail, it's 14 days that you'll be turning the eggs. And then on day 14, you're going to stop turning the eggs and go into what we call lockdown, which is part two of incubation. So part one is the turning process, 14 days, The uh, quail eggs are set in the incubator and then turned. Day 14, you're going to stop turning. 
The humidity is 50% during that time. And at day 14, when you go into lockdown, you're going to bump up that humidity to 65 to 70% humidity for hatching. And so you're going to stop turning. And why we call it lockdown is you basically raise that humidity up, put the lid on your incubator, and do not open it again until they hatch. Um, it's really important during that time to keep the temperature and the humidity as stable as possible. If you open your lid too prematurely, you could risk shrink wrapping a chick, which means you've changed the temperature or humidity too fast. And as a chick is hatching and it's outside of, it's, it's hatched through the first layer of the egg, but not the second, all of a sudden that layer dries out very quickly and just hardens around the chick, making it nearly impossible for it to hatch. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast super quick to tell you about Maple Days happening on the farm this coming March. Maple Days is a great event. We open up our farm and show you how we make maple syrup the old-fashioned way. We tap trees and use buckets to gather the sap and boil it in our sugar house. <clears throat> Maple Days is going to be this year on Friday and Saturday in March the 18th and 19th from 10 to 6 p.m. We hope you can come out and join us and learn all about making maple syrup. So it's super, super, super important to not open your incubator um, from day 14 on. And the temperature might drop a little bit because you're not adjusting things. Some people actually adjust the temperature down to 98.5 degrees because those chicks are living and breathing and almost able to exist on their own. So they're creating a lot of heat independently as opposed to an egg yolk that is not um, multiplying cells and, and generating heat. Um, and then about day 16, you should see signs of hatching, which is really exciting. The first little pin prick that you see on an egg is called pipping. It's when uh, the beak starts to pip out um, and then they do what's called pipping. So they break a small hole through the egg and then unzipping. So they start going in a circular motion around the egg to unzip the top of the egg and then they pop out like literal popcorn. Um, with quail, it's been my experience that a lot of them will hatch right around the same time. So they'll all pip at the same time and then you'll actually hear this pop, pop, pop like popcorn, but it's really individual baby button quail hatching. Super cute. Um, once they hatch, like I mentioned before, they are like the size of a bumblebee or your thumbnail, so tiny. And it is such a miracle to see them perfectly formed in this small state. Um, really incubation in general is such a miracle and a great teaching tool for children. If you're homeschooling, I highly recommend practicing incubation. If you are on a small homestead, um, or even contacting your local farm seeing if they need any chicks incubated and if you could experiment with that. Uh, there's, it's just such a cool resource and tool of teaching the miracle of life. Um, as far as incubators go, what we actually found worked best for hatching quail was just this inexpensive, um, and that term is relative with incubators, but um, between $50 to $80 incubator on Amazon um, it really doesn't have a brand name, but once I, I'll link to it in our show notes and, um, they, there's like a couple different 
companies that come out with the same looking model of incubator. Uh, it's like I mentioned, very inexpensive, but very regulated. Um, it, it holds the temperature steady. And I think a lot of it has to do with the material it's made out of. We've since invested in more expensive incubators and haven't had as good of luck as we have with our cheap little dinky incubator. So that's a great tool to also buy and have on hand if you plan on incubating more. The other option you might have is if you're a homeschooler or a classroom looking at doing this, you could contact um, your local 4-H club or FFA. Some of those uh, clubs have incubators on hand that they lend out or just put a post up on Facebook. You may have friends that have an incubator just sitting in their um, basement that is ready to go. Another key uh, tool that you need when you're incubating is a trusty external thermometer. You don't always want to trust the temperature thermostat on the incubators themselves, so it's great to have uh, its own thermometer that's independent of the one it came with, so you can double check the settings. And then you're just going to wait uh, and see what happens. Now, button quail have a much lower hatch rate than a lot of other chicks. Um, you can raise your chances of hatching by acquiring eggs locally. Shipped eggs are nearly impossible to hatch. However, that is where our button quail came from. They did come from shipped eggs, so it's doable. I think we had four hatch out of 12, um, which is not ideal. Our hatch rate for our regular quail was around 80 or 90% that same year. Um, but like I mentioned, the button quail are pretty finicky, but so rewarding if you can actually get them to hatch. Um, so we at the farm store have actually just set our button quail today. Uh, it's January 18th, no, January 21st as I'm recording this. The days are flying by. Um, and we have set our button quail so we hope to have them hatch uh, just before Valentine's Day, which will be really fun. And like I mentioned, we are doing a YouTube series on it as well. So if you want to follow along the journey with a video setting, um, check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Sunny Cove Farm. And uh, that link's also in the comments. And if you have any questions about incubating or want me to go through the specifics of any other type of um, incubate or any other type of bird. We've incubated chickens, caternix quail, button quail. I feel like I'm missing some other things that we've done, but we've tried everything, turkeys um, and ducks. So we've had really good luck with incubating. We love to do it and we'd love to be a resource for you. If you have any other questions, um, send us an email on sunnycovefarm.com. And if you're local to the area, come on and see our setup with our incubator going at the farm store for the next three weeks, along with um, checking out our button quail, Dora and Tommy. Have a great day, everyone. For more information on Sunny Cove Farm, visit our website, sunnycovefarm.com, or find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash sunnycovefarm. You can also visit us right in person. Our store is open Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 12 to 6, and Saturday from 10 to 4. Thanks for listening.